Each week, we will be discussing different topics on self-help, our mindset, what we can do to rebuild ourselves and recover, and how we can navigate through this amazing human experience that we are all entitled to and what we should all be having, how we can live our best human experience. That is our job. So I'm hoping with our resident co-host once a month, Natalie Villaley, we will be able to give you some amazing tips on how you can get yourself through stress points in your life, how you can be more present and how you can just enjoy living in the present moment. We'll discuss what podcasts are good to listen to, the things that we've researched, self-help books, daily practices, and basically just anything that can get you from where you are now to the next level of the best version of you. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, at Everything Starts With You. Rate, subscribe. That's the only way we're going to grow our community. And, um... I'll check in with you each week, my little chickens. Hey, hey, and welcome to Everything Starts With You with me, Tia. I'm really hoping that this goes well today and that we don't get a lot of acoustic playback because I've changed the location of my pod studio. I want this pod to grow right. I want it to travel. I want to just help raise people's vibrations and for every, for us to realise that we're not on or in this journey of life on our own, that we are all just walking each other home. And I feel really passionate about that. I feel that collectively we can help each other's energy so much when we know that we're part of a community and that's what I want this pod to do this year. It's completely about connection I want to connect not only with my higher self um with divine and be more connected on a soul level but I also want to connect externally um and just help people um in as many ways as I possibly can so um to be able to do that I kind of had to be very symbolic to the universe and say I really believe that this is something that is worthwhile and is something that I want to grow. So my symbolic gesture to the universe today is creating part of my dressing room that took me ages to get hold of in our house. Um, it was a wanted space and uh, being the only female, I won, I got my dressing room. And now I'm thinking, which I love, like I meditate in here, I journal in here, it really is my space. But I'm, I need to have a pod studio as well because I move all around all around the house and I'm not placed in one area for research and stuff like that so I'm converting part of the dressing room which is tiny by the way I'm making it sound like really huge space um but it's premium space in my house um that I'm going to convert part of it into a pod area so I'm really hoping that you don't get loads of shitty acoustic stuff today so we shall see because I'm trying to be organized I'm like doing this on a Monday so I'm not behind myself on a Tuesday because I've got clients tomorrow it's all part of my showing up for myself schedule and trying to be time efficient so I really hope that this works in my favor today anywho I have waffled enough I have a really important thing to speak to you about today 
this has come directly actually from one of my Instagram reels. I dropped a question on there. I've done a couple recently with like, how can I help you? How can I make content more specific to what you need right now and the needs of what we are collectively going through? And somebody came back to me, and I, for the life of me, can't remember who it is. And I've gone through, painstakingly gone through all my little like DMs and stuff to find this person. Because I love to dedicate the podcast to that person. You know, when we've got when we've got a topic that has come from one of you guys, I just like to be able to dedicate the episode to you. So I'm really sorry that I can't, I can't find the goddamn fucking message. And believe me, I have a looked. So today is about comparison and comparison really being the thief of joy. And it's really hard when we are reviewing ourselves and this response was particularly into review and reviewing ourselves around the new year period and we then start to see other people achieving their goals or they look like they've really got their shit together and they're moving in one direction and it throws us it starts to make us feel inadequate it starts it just causes a bit of a ripple effect and we start feeling overwhelmed we start feeling lack of motivation because we're feeling overwhelmed and we're feeling like we're not enough. It causes self-doubt. It stops us trusting in our own beliefs. It stops us actually from being motivated. I would say like comparison, this is not my saying, it is very famous saying, comparison is the thief of joy. And it truly, really is. And I will unpack that in and during the course of the pod. But I actually also believe that comparison is a form of self-sabotaging behaviour. And it and the reason I say that is, is because as soon as we start to compare, it paralyzes and freezes certain parts of our life. It stops our own trajectory. It stops us from concentrating on where we are and what we're doing. As I said, it causes lack of motivation, it causes low self-esteem, it causes low self-worth, it really, um, it makes us feel shit. It causes self-doubt, we have lack of trust, we're then like, we're not where we're supposed to be, we're not where we're supposed to be. So then we just get caught up in this negative set of emotions, which then means anything that we had planned to do for ourselves kind of just stops. It just sits there not being addressed because we are so consumed with not being enough in comparison to the Joneses or the next door neighbour or your siblings or your peer group. And as I said, that's why I kind of liken it to and say that it really is part of a self-sabotaging behaviour. How do we prevent comparison my god if i knew that i would be making freaking millions i think the key to not being able to compare is being aware that we are doing it awareness is key in so much of what we do when it comes down to self-development if we are truly connected to self energetically aligned with our higher self we kind of all of a sudden come into this great awareness of most things like we become really aware of when we're being negative when we moan we become really aware of um, the things that we like and the things that we don't like we become aware of the systemic values that we don't 
that we don't buy into anymore. We also become really conscious. We start seeing synchronicities everywhere. We start getting guidance from source. Awareness really is the key, I think, to most of our self-development practices. If not, I would say all. So whilst I don't know how to switch off that comparison switch, like I don't know how to say, right, let's just eradicate it. I do know that if we notice the comparison trigger, that we can stop buying into the program of comparison and comparing ourselves to others. And the reason why I say it's the feet of the thief of joy, I could get my teeth back in, I couldn't even speak there. The reason why the saying is comparison is the thief of joy is because as soon as we start comparing ourselves to others in the circumstance and the situation or the possessions and the things that we have or where we are in our life and how many holidays we go on and what car I've got and, you know, what my husband's like and what the kids are like and what my career's like, is as soon as we start comparing ourselves to others and where they are, we stop finding the joy in the things that we've currently got. It all of a sudden robs us of feeling fulfilled and satisfied in key areas of our lives that we hadn't actually doubted before. It's a snowball effect. Comparison really is a snowball effect. Once you start comparing one area of your life, all of a sudden you start scrutinising every part of your life under the comparison spotlight. And before you know it, you've dissected the whole of your life using the form of comparison. And then it all feels really fucking shitty. And it doesn't have to be like that if we become completely aware that what we're actually doing is comparing ourselves to an external life force or external situation that actually is none of our business. And also, you know, when we're comparing these things, we are comparing things at a real surface level. We only see the outside. We, firstly, we only see what everybody wants us to see, which is what we are guilty of doing ourselves. You know, like I try and be as transparent as possible. If I'm having a shit day or things aren't going well, or I can't buy into my practices or I can't move forward, I try and let you guys know that as much as possible because I want you to know that this journey isn't always great. It isn't always amazing. It isn't always that I have got my absolute shit together because that is no one's life. But when we see this outside projected picture, which by the way, is a postcard. When you are buying into that comparison image of somebody else, you are buying into the snapshot of their best moment of their life. That is the part of their life that they want you to see. And when I say comparison is only surface level, it really is because we don't know what's gone on behind that. Like you may look at somebody and that really big house and think, God, I wish I lived like that. God, you know, they're my age. They've got an amazing house. They've got good cars. They're going on holiday all this time. They don't have a commitment lifestyle. You know, they've got freedom lifestyle and they don't work that frequently or they pick the hours that they work and, you know, really wish that I had that sort of life. You do not know what goes on behind closed doors. Firstly, I, about a year and a half ago, know a family that is really, really, really well off. I don't know them very well, very loosely. It's, it's more like through the community that they are known. And um, sadly, the mother, the wife of that family committed suicide about a year and a half, about a year and a half ago. 
That family from the outside has fucking everything, has everything from what I can see from the outside. But the 360, the bit that I don't get to see is what's her relationship like with her husband? What's her relationship like with her peers? Does she have a big supportive friendship group? What's her relationship like with her family? What more importantly is her relationship like with herself? And we don't see those things. We are comparing ourselves to a postcard seaside picture of what people want us to see. You know, that big house, did they buy that big house or was it gifted to them from family? Is it Was it um, generational money? Did that house come with ties? Could they sell the house if they wanted to? Were they maxed up to the hill? And from the outside, everybody thinks that they've got this amazing lifestyle. And actually, all they're doing is living on credit and credit and credit and credit and credit and credit and finance. Like, I'm not saying that was the situation that was going on here. But what I'm saying to you is, is that we look at a picture and that is all that it is. And we start drawing comparisons to our own lifestyle, not knowing what is going on in the background. We don't know people's mental health, we don't know their family history, the the makeup of what goes on during the course of their day, the relationships that they formed. We have no idea. It's like we look at the royal family, okay, and I really don't want to spend a long amount of time on this. I think there's enough going on in the tabloids and everything else at the moment. But, you know, we look at them from a sense of privilege. And it's only through watching the programs that I've started watching recently and, and having a bit more of an active interest in our monarchy that they are just birds living in a really beautifully gilded cage. They have no privacy. They have no freedom of lifestyle. They can't make choices around their own family dynamics because they're run in two very different ways where they have a family centre and they have an institutional centre. The institutional centre very much dictates about what goes on with the family dynamics because the institution, the business side of that, keeps them high profile, keeps them positive PR because we need them to generate um our economy they they are a huge contribution to our economy so they need to be seen in a positive light they can't share their opinions openly they can't share their emotions openly they can't just pop down to fucking wagamama if they feel like it because they would be hounded and that's just not the way that the royals live they don't really earn their own money so whilst there are a lot of other privileges yes they get to wear beautiful jewelry and they have beautiful clothes their life is really dictated to them they they lack the freedom of what we what we have as in, as individuals and would i want that trade off to be that i have all this wealth and access to okay a different type of lifestyle in some way they have freedom through some of the experiences that they have but hang on they've got to have security with them all the time things have got to be scoped out before they go there they can't simply just pop down the car pop down the road in the car and have a really nice gorgeous meal somewhere they can't just decide to book a holiday last minute so there are many freedoms that they don't have as much as they have that privilege and would I want to exchange my my freedom and my freedom lifestyle even if it lacks sometimes in terms of financial resources um to live the life of what they live in a gilded cage would I compare myself to the royals in terms of um comparison being my thief of joy no that's probably a really really far 
extreme um, example for me to choose. But what I'm saying is, is that when you are looking at other people's situation and you are comparing the picture of your life in comparison to the picture of their life that you can see, just remind yourself you do not know what's going on in the negative that has developed that picture, in the layers of negative that has gone from a silvery grey to a dark grey and white to a colour forming in where it looks a bit like opaque and then you get the full set of colour resonating on the top to present the picture to you. You do not know the layers that have sat underneath that to create that picture. You don't know what trials and tribulations they've gone through to get themselves there. You don't know what strings are attached and involved. You don't know what mental health is like for them. Physical health is like for them. We have no fucking idea. And this is why I want you to stop comparing yourself to others. You need to become aware. As soon as you become aware that you are using com a comparison spotlight to review your life, you can actually then start asking yourself, how true and how much facts and how much knowledge do I have around this picture? How much do I know of that person's life for me to be able to say the picture that they are presenting of themselves is the fullest picture that I can have and I can truly use that person as an expansion tool for me to work towards, not a comparison tool, an expansion tool. It is really good for us to have expanders in our life. It is really good for us to look at people and think, that's how I'd like to be and that's how I'd like to get there. Let's stop comparing. I'm not there now, but that's where I'd like to move forward to. So how do I hold that picture of that person in my life? and then move myself forward by taking aligned action to expand myself energetically, expand the practices that support me getting there, expand my experiences, expand my knowledge, my point of view, my self-interest, the work that I need to get to myself, so I too can have that full colour picture that I really, really like. Switch comparison for expansion it is a fucking game changer. It will empower you. Do not allow yourself to compare yourself to somebody else and look at your life through the comparison spotlight. Choose these individuals and be inspired by them. Let them be a course of motivation for you. Do not then start pulling your life apart in a granular way so you start feeling shit about yourself and so you start having self-doubt and that you lack belief and that then, as I said, sets in a real self-sabotaging routine where you then become paralysed and you do fuck all. And you just don't move forward at all because all you then do is push yourself into a rabbit hole of depression of becoming down upon yourself because you're not where you want to be in your life. I just want to read you a, a little thing from a website that I found regarding um, comparison. And it says it's really hard. And I found this on Ramsey Solutions. And I really liked the way that this was written, which is why I have chosen to read this to you. It's really hard to be on social media and not compare yourselves to other, 
others. Your body isn't good enough, your wardrobe isn't trendy enough, and your house isn't a pottery barn enough. It might make you feel like you aren't enough. I'm talking to myself too, and I am talking to myself too. Every experience that I share with you, I, and even though this has come through somebody else requesting me to discuss this, I can resonate with this. I too compare myself. I think now what I try and do is as soon as I realise that that I'm looking at myself and looking at my life under the spotlight of comparisons, I'm like, whoa, whoa, stop. That's really unhealthy. It's a really negative emotion. It's going to start, start setting triggers off for you. Then you're going to start self-sabotaging. Like, whoa, pull back here. Let's look at what it is that you're comparing yourself to. What is the trigger? Okay, so that's triggering me because let's do some journaling, let's do some work around that, let's reprogram the affirmations, so I can start reprogram reprogramming those, those neural pathways, and start using a bit of neuroscience here to, to re, to reconfigure my thought process around this, and then in turn the self-sabotaging behaviours won't kick in. I am not saying that I've got all this figured out, but there are, I, I have the tools now, and the awareness to be able to readdress the comparative thought in the first place, then not having a knock-on effect for something else. And of late, that comparison or those comparative thoughts have been, okay, is this that I'm comparing this image and this picture or this what I see this person as because they're inspiring me? And that's the expansion and that's where I want to go and I want to use that person as inspiration and how can I be embody that person? Or am I using this comparison so I can beat myself up and tell me that I'm not fucking good enough? So there are two types of comparison, I suppose, really. You'll have the comparison that shows a spotlight where you go, wow, like I wish my life was like that and, and actually I'm going to use this comparison for me to be an expansion tool and, and an inspiration or sometimes you're looking at people in direct correlation to your life and you and you're comparing what you think is a like for like situation and then that starts a negative chain reaction if i have come to the latter and the second i'm like we've got to sort this shit out we've got to know why i'm finding this particular comparison in my life so jarring and such a trigger and I have to get to the bottom of it see we're walking each other home again guys all right so this stuff isn't just because I've got this nailed I am not saying that I have all of a sudden do not compare myself in any way shape or form of course I fucking do but becoming acutely aware of it means that I'm doing it a hell of a lot less and I'm not allowing myself to sit and fester over something that I cannot control for days or sometimes weeks at a time and allowing it to trigger a depression cycle in my life. Okay, so comparison steals our joy, our paychecks and our sanity. If we don't stop comparing ourselves to others, we will constantly spend money and mental energy just trying to keep up. We need to break the comparison cycle because it's a game we never win. The root of comparison. Now, this was this interested me so much. And I think if we understand why we compare, then we can start on awareness around it. Okay. Most of us, most human beings, 
like to have things presented them in a way that is backed up either with data, scientific evidence, theses, um, assessments, case studies, because then we know that it's not just coming from somebody's point of view or somebody's opinion and that we can really resonate with it and that people have looked into this and it's hardwiring and then we understand why. We understand why we're feeling and thinking like that and then we can start undoing that process because once we understand it, we can then understand the counteracting action or a or exchange or conversation that we need to have to be able to start actively undoing that work. So there's actually actually a biological reason we're prone to comparing ourselves to others. Our brain uses comparison to figure out how we measure up to other people. Thomas Musweiler, a professor of organizational behavior, describes comparison this way. It's one of the most basic ways to develop an understanding of who we are, what we are good at and what we're not so good at. Most of the time, this calculation is made up in a split second decision in the background. We don't even realise it. But when we dwell on the highlights of other people's lives, it quickly becomes toxic. We're wired for connection and belonging. If we constantly compare ourselves to others, we're putting our happiness, confidence and mental health at risk. So they say there's real life effects of comparing ourselves to others. When we fall into the comparison trap, we create negativity and anxious thoughts that are hard to come out of, known as remuneration. Higher rates of anxiety and depression are caused, overspending in an effort to keep up with the Joneses. Study after study has shown that people feel worse about themselves after spending time on social media and all that negativity is taking its toll on our mental health and our bank accounts. A recent study found that keeping up with the Joneses causes financial distress and that dis- and they discovered that in neighbourhoods where somebody won the lottery, their neighbours were more likely to make large visible purchases that's just fucking crazy right that's fucking crazy and proven to have gone bankrupt those bankruptcies were a hundred percent avoidable the the, this isn't a money issue it's a heart issue those people saw their neighbors get an upgrade in their lifestyle and all of a sudden they thought they needed one too even though they couldn't afford it so that's just nuts okay and it, it it's all there like I'll link this page that I used in the show notes. And then there was another study that I actually looked at um, during this, your mental health matters, um, your own, your past, um, own your past, change your future today. And that very much talks about comparison and how we compare things. Um, So how do we stop and avoid comparison? Okay, so eight practical ways of us being able to stop comparing ourselves to others is practicing gratitude. I have told you, for me, gratitude has raised my vibration no end and it brings me into the present moment, presently where I'm focusing on my own life. I'm not looking outwardly. The bringing me into the moment allows me to keep 
open task. It allows me to enjoy the food that I'm eating. You know, the things that are going on in my life, the company that I choose to spend my time with, being around my family, being with my husband, being with my kids, being with my mom, doing my exercise. You know, I'm not saying all the time because we still have to remind ourselves that's why it's a daily practice, right? If it wasn't a daily practice and we just did it once and it felt great, then that would be everything fixed, you know? So there are some times if I slip off my gratitude, which is very rare, by the way, that I will feel the knock-on effect of that. So gratitude being one of those things. Unlock the power of contentment, okay? So actually being and practicing gratitude allows us to unlock the power of feeling content. It allows us to feel a state of joy of where we are now, no matter our circumstances. It takes away the worry and it stops us focusing on what other people are doing in their lives because we're just concentrating on our own fucking goals and getting through our own life, okay? Don't compare your life to everyone else's highlight reel. Remember the picture that I spoke about earlier on, the layers of that negative that's had to go all the way up to develop before we see that real deep depth of colour. Um, all of the layers that have gone on underneath that, we don't get to see. We just get to see the top surface, really vibrant, bright picture, right? That's the highlight reel. Do not buy into the highlight reel. Do not compare yourself to the highlight reel. Focus, number four, focus on your strengths. This can be really humbling. When you start to recognise your own strengths, your own talents and your own accomplishments, you stop beating yourself up. You stop looking at what you're not doing well and you start congratulating yourself for the things that you are doing well. Try writing down three things that you really like about yourself. I am proactive. I like accomplishing things. I love people. Um, I'm I'm an amazing baby sleep trainer. I don't know. Your kids might sleep the whole fucking night through. That makes you bloody mothers pay their weight in gold. You know, think about the things that you do do well. Celebrate other people. Stop comparing yourself and start being other people's cheerleaders. cheerleaders. Start, start congratulating people on the things that they get. It will raise your vibration and you'll start drawing those things back into your life. Remember, sometimes these things are a mirror, okay? When you start mirroring back the energy, when you start mirroring back that energy of what you want and start celebrating what others have, that starts drawing that frequency, that vibration back to you. Um, learn um, to compete with yourself. Compete with us. On my vision board this year, I have put on the 2020 me. I want her back. I was her once in terms of body. I can be her again. I am competing with a version of my old self who was fucking rocking. Well, we are reviving her this year. That is the most positive way for me to use comparison in comparison to myself. Have boundaries, spend less time on social media, take social media fast. And just don't let comparison affect your life daily. I really hope this has helped you guys. I just want you to know I did most of this pod with my eyes closed today. So this really came from my heart and I felt like it flowed a lot better. I think that's going to how I'm going to do my pods in the future. Um, but before I sign off, I want to say have an amazing week. Really think about your energy, your vibration, what you're doing to raise it, what you're doing to make sure that you're in a good vibrational state. And um, I can't wait to catch up with you guys next Tuesday. And as I always, always, always say, Journey with grace and forever expand. Cheers.
just a cheeky little disclaimer. For those of you that are new to the pod, I am a bit sweary McSwearickson, so if you find expletive language offensive, as much as I'd love to say this is the pod for you, I'm not sure we're going to gel, so best probably not to click into the episode because I do like the odd F-bomb or two. And for those of you that are new, please make sure you wear headphones. I don't want your little darlings picking up my trash talk. Um, So uh, this is your warning, peeps. I am a little bit of a sweary. So uh, headphones or click off. And other than that, buckle up and enjoy the episode. (laughs) 